Right. Now, listen, pedophilia is a big problem. They do cover up shit at high levels, yes. 100%. Yes. The Epstein stuff is 100% real. 100%. Clinton's on that plane. He's on that island. 26 uh, times. Yeah. The Franklin scandal. There's scandals all over the world. So I'm not delegitimizing like the idea of real human trafficking. But the idea that Donald Trump is fighting human traffickers and the human traffickers are Ellen, who is a little wild. That everyone in Hollywood's eating children, and there's tunnels under Central Park. I mean, it's hard to keep up with. And the, the Q drops, so to speak, are like these, these, um, you know, they're like they're like poems, or they're they're coded information. So it's never like, hey, this is what's happening. Where do you happening. get these drops? Where do you get a four chan or something? You 4chan. get them like on four chan. Okay, but four chan is the best place in the world it's, for trolls. Yeah, it's a lot of well, that's what maybe this is. This could be like a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could be a high level troll. Nobody knows because it's bait. It has nuggets of truth. Right, right, right. Just like anything else, right? Yeah. It has nuggets of very real things. The government is shady as fuck. A lot of the elites are doing things, engaging in pedophilia, and probably were. Yeah, like I, some of those kids on Epstein's Island probably did disappear. But the idea that like that that Trump is fighting this underground war and it's all about human traffic, I just don't think that's borne out by the facts. Like, there's no facts to point. I mean, Trump was like friends with the Clintons for his whole life. Well, not only that, if Trump was doing it and not talking about it, it would be so uh, right. out of character. Right. <laughs> Like, imagine this one thing that he's doing is the most noble thing yeah. that he's ever done, ever. Right, he's the not most mentioning selfless, it. <laughs> the most important, the most right. for humanity. And he's not even yeah. bringing it up. He's just secretly winking yeah. at all the Q people. Presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on why it's real. 290 a study on why it's called Democide. Episode 171 of the Orange Jacob Blue America podcast. I am your host, Mr. Jacob P. In the place to be, sitting right across from me is Mr. Art Trizzy, Mr. Art Trejo. I don't know why I'm talking like that. I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be entertaining and shit. Like fucking get serious cool, and shit. Man. Like on fucking podcast. Because we are I'm a comedy glad, podcast. You know, perfect that you say that. That you're trying to be entertaining. Because I was listening to Mike Goldberg on the. Um, on a part of my take uh-huh. and you know he had that Mike and Mike show for like 20 years of his career right yeah and like he talked about like just like trying to bring it every time and trying to be like not not trying to be like a some like goofball that like fakes it through the episode or whatever and um it like really like it was a good interview like it really inspired me especially the fact that I didn't know that him and Mike and 
didn't get along. Oh wow, like, really? they just didn't get along. But a lot of that was just because that dude was like so like like honest with what everything he was saying. Like he, but like Mike was like very professional, and it was just like a job to him. And he was just like, hey, I bring my kids in here. Like this is my family. Like all this shit. Like it's a very good interview. Anyways, guys, shout out to all you fucking Klingons in the fucking house, guys. Go to CavemanCoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of coffee beans, um, hoodies, hats, all kinds of things. They have the cacao butter or cacao butter. Um, it's delicious. Put it in your coffee because black coffee sometimes isn't that great. So by adding that on there, it adds a little bit of flavor. It's a little bit of little chocolate flavor. Um, so I highly recommend that. Um, especially right now. It tastes really good because it's fucking hot as balls out here, man. And... When you put ice and some of that cacao butter and you blend that shit, it's fucking delicious. It's like a dessert. Yeah, it's fucking good. So go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. Before you check out, type in America at checkout to receive 15% off. That is right. You get 15% off. And that helps us. That helps them. Tag yourself in any post where you're drinking that coffee. Tag us. Tag them. And show us the love. Hell yeah. So speaking of showing love, uh, make sure you also check out our other sponsor, uh, the great, the powerful, the flavorful. I'm going to take your ass to Flavortown. Uh, El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Guys, the kings of flavor since 1968. That's 50 years of fucking Flavortown right there. Uh, make sure you, you can find El Yucateco wherever you buy food. You Correct. Know? And if you don't find El Yucateco at that store, just stop shopping at that store. Find yourself another market to yeah. shop at. Or you can just go online and order it. Amazon, fucking... Uh, Rainbow think, Market. There you go. Fucking wherever. <laughs> Rainbow Market's like one of the hood stores we have here in Bakersfield, California. So shout out to them. Hell yeah. They they have like all 16 flavors of El Yucateco yeah. right there. But If you got the balls to go in there, get all 16 flavors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but right now I have three flavors sitting right in front of me. I have the original red. I have the triple X, which is probably Art's favorite hot oh, sauce right far. there. As well as the original green. Now, guys, El Yucateco has a contest going on right now where, as King, where you use the hashtag King of Flavor Brunch where you can tag them. Also tag us so that, you know, that way they know that Art and Jacob sent you that way. Uh, but use that hashtag, you know, putting, you know, El Yucateco sauce on your, your breakfast or your lunch or your brunch, if you will, and using El Yucateco. And they'll, you can be entered to win a prize. Now, if you put our name on top of that, I'll put you in a side a side prize uh, raffle, and I'll send you. I still think I have a couple more items. Do you I can still send have up. those Elucateco sunglasses. I do. I have one pair left. Oh, that's the prize right there. There you go. You can be a cholo like those summer nights, like yeah. like little Robbie. Yeah. Um. Fuck, man. We need to do a little Rob episode. Dude, one time I told this guy that little Rob had a collaboration with Weezer, the band <laughs> Weezer, and um, the song was called Mexican Block Party. Oh hell yeah! And the guy was like, "What?" And he like went home and like tried to download on like LimeWire Lime and he couldn't find it. <laughs> he came back to me the next day at school. He was like, I can't find that collaboration with Lil Rob and Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> that like, sounds horrible. But what is not horrible is when you add El Yucateco to any food that you, you have. You know, I've been adding it to everything. Last night we had uh, what's called picadillo. If you know what picadillo is, it's, picadillo. it's just ground ground beef. Ground, ground beef meat. with some chipotle and some vegetables in it. Very healthy, very good, very delicious, very flavorful. But if you put some triple X on some picadillo, it kicks it up I, another I was notch. I going to say that chipotle one you have over there sounds like the logical choice for that one. Some chipotle on chipotle, though, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's just overwhelming with chipotle. Yeah. I, just, I just needed a little bit more spice. 
And so I just said, hey, fuck it, let me put some triple X on there. So yeah. if you're if you're if you're man enough or woman enough, if you're making the stallion, big old mm. boss, you can put some L you could take triple X sauce on that ass. I had some of that red sauce on my uh eggs this morning. I had huevos con chorizo this morning. Mm-hmm. I had to add some of that red sauce on there. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. So with that said, Art, do you want to go ahead and jump into this week's topic? Guys, so we've covered a what episode is this, Jacob? 171. 171. Jesus Christ. We've covered 171 episodes. Uh, I guess 170 episodes. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's it's been a long time coming, but we wanted to go back and talk about some of the episodes where we perhaps have changed our opinion on, whether it be a conspiracy theory or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've changed as people. It's been, what, three years now doing this? Yes, three years. Like, I, I, three years and two weeks. Three years and two weeks. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot happens in that time period. So we just wanted to go back, re- rehash some of those, bring them up, unbury them, unwrap the mummy, I guess, if you Take will. Take those skeletons out of the closet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where when you start a podcast, you know, everybody asks you, like, hey, like, what's your podcast about, you know? And for us, it's always been like, well, we cover everything. You know, if it's, if it's going down in America, we're covering it, you know? Um, lately I've been posting a lot of things to the Instagram, you know, redoing some of the cover art for some of the episodes and I go back and listen to some of those early episodes, you know, and a lot of those will either be very political, uh, it'll be very sports oriented. And I think like around, um, I guess like you could say like episode 16, that's like when we really started, well, episode four, we did a straight up just like, just, you know, cover all about conspiracy theories and whatnot. And um, shout out to Anthony for coming on to that episode, being our first guest, by the way. And, you know, by episode 16, we started, you know, to explore in depth, you know, conspiracy theories and whatnot. And overall, we've covered about 17 conspiracy theories out of the 170. But we always get lumped into this group of, oh, you, you do like that conspiracy theory podcast. You know, like when people say like, oh, I've, I've listened to your podcast. You do like a lot of conspiracy theories. And when I was writing them all out, I was like, wow, we out of 170 episodes, we've only really covered 17 of them. But it's always been like a stigma that's always kind of like stuck Is that the list us. there? Can I see the list? Yeah, here you go. And so like, I'm not much of the conspiracy theorist. Um, Art, he's said it a million times, you know, that he's, you know, more of the, the fringe friend, if you will. Um, but we we would go over these conspiracy theories. I would have no idea about most of them. And then like I would go into it like, oh, wow, that's very interesting. And one of the cringy things that listening to some of the earlier episodes, I kind of would fake that I would believe some of these. And like that's like one sin that like, I wanted to address today where it's just like I want to be more honest, you know, moving forward. You know, if you listen to the Patreon episode, you know, we were talking about, you know, artists being honest with their music, you know, mm-hmm. like, like Megan the Stallion, Cardi B, if you will. And, you know, separating that from like Vanilla Ice or country music, if you will. Um, and I like I, I just like one sin like I wanted to revisit where it's just like, hey, here's where I stood three years and two weeks ago, like when we were covering these covering these conspiracy theories. And here's what I feel today. Mm-hmm. And I, this is going to be mostly what that episode is concerned with. So. Um, I don't know how you want to structure this. I, I probably I don't freeform really, it. Yeah, it's freeform. I don't really have much of a of an idea of how I want to structure it. There, one thing I will say is a lot of these topics, I was already aware of them before we like researched them. I, I knew I knew enough to like have an opinion that was already formed and possibly biased towards what I I, I 
we'll talk about in the episode. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, and I will also say that the first, like looking at your list, like we didn't really talk about Las Vegas shooting that much, did mm-hmm. we? It was mostly, is that the episode where we had uh, Jesus, on. Jesus on? And then at the end, we kind of bring it up a little bit. But see, that's not one that, I, I don't know what I say on the episode, but I still would say like, I don't think that there was any, anything like other than a dude shooting from mm-hmm. a from and, and that's one of those things too unless you were there kind of thing like there you see all of these conspiracies like oh there was black helicopters there was there was a crash in the middle of the luxor or whatever which i was there like two weeks after and whatnot like there was no fucking helicopter crashed in the pyramid of the luxor but i mean there there's like all these uh, conspiracies that run wild from people who are on the other side of the country or you know, or hearing it third hand, you know, we actually had somebody, you know, who was a couple of days removed from surviving, you know, the Las Vegas shooting. And he kind of addressed it. By the way, that was like the worst sounding podcast because I didn't have the mic hooked up. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was just the comp- laptop's mic oh, I- picking up all the audio and then yeah. everything got jumbled together or whatever. But um, he even says it. He goes like, I don't know about no conspiracies. All I can tell you is I know what I saw. There was one guy shooting, you know, it wasn't the military shooting, you know, from helicopters or whatever. And, and that that's kind of like stuck with me for a while where it's just like, wow, a lot of these conspiracy theories are being looked at and like people are digging the heel, their heels in the ground. And they're, they weren't even present during some of these events or supposed events. And like, that's what kind of gets like the cogs in my clock going. It's just like, wow, like. You're really just believing some random dude like on 4chan or Reddit and whatnot. Like when you come to these, like when some people, conspiracy theorists come to these conclusions. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. The one thing I will say to that is um, I I think on episode four, Anthony starts off by saying like, what is a conspiracy theory? Like mm-hmm. he, he, asked, he poses that question. And that was recorded, what, 2017 or so? Correct. Um, 2017, if I were to, Google like Sandy Hook shooting, which we've never covered. But if I were to Google Sandy Hook shooting in 2017, or I I went to the YouTube webpage or whatever, we'd probably find a lot of information on it. And I know a lot of that has been like taken off the internet because they don't want misinformation out there, what have you. But I do think that that I I just find it troubling that that part of the internet has been like blocked out. But the part of the internet that says like conspiracy theories are stupid. And like, if you believe conspiracy theories, you're an idiot. It's still out there. It's, it's not like it's like, you know, anything relating to conspiracy theories is getting blocked out. It's just anyone that believes in conspiracy theories is getting blocked out. I do find that alarming. Like whatever you want to believe, I find that alarming. And it makes you believe that there's, there's gotta be like, some of these conspiracies to be like factual as opposed to like, I mean the first I, before we came on to record, I, um, I like looked it up to see what was like the first thing. It was like a John Oliver thing where he talks about coronavirus conspiracies and things like that. And then there was like a video of some dude that used to work with some guy that was like a conspiracy theorist. And he was like, he was crazy. We were at the Taco Bell together or whatever it may be like subway <laughs> together. And I found it alarming. Cause those are the first two videos that pop up. Everything else is like, you're insane. Like, here's a video of us making fun of Alex Jones. Like, I don't know. I, I just, it, it gives me like a bad vibe whenever it's so one-sided. Mm-hmm. And that that's, that's all the research I did for this episode <laughs> where I was just like, it kind of confirms how I, I've 
felt that, and I've brought that up on multiple episodes where, you know, the the thing is now is to be like anti conspiracy theorists. Um, or on the other spectrum of it, like very dug into the ground with it. Like this is the conspiracy. Like uh, one of the ones that popped up this week, like some people were suggesting as a topic is called frazzle drip. And basically that ties into Pizzagate where you have to either believe this or you definitely don't believe it. Like there's no gray area where like some of it could be true. Some of it could be false. Like you either it's black or white. You have to believe everything about this. Or you don't believe everything about this, and you're a retard if you fucking yeah I said retard I'm sorry um, you're 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 a fucking idiot if you think that that's real kind of thing like there's no gray area there's no you know seeds of truth to it you know it's funny um, you bring up PizzaGate you know when I first heard of PizzaGate I heard it on that um, the higher size chat thing or whatever and I was like eating up every word of it I was like oh my god same this, here this is incredible like I can't believe no one's talked about this and then I like went and did like research on it and he brought up something about like usb drives that would self-destroy like once they've been played once and i was like i can't find anything about this besides like one dude that posted it once and now it's gone and like on reddit yeah, yeah. and it was like this is like all like misinformation even the dude he had on there was saying no that's not true like the the pizzagate expert on his episode was saying like oh no that's not true I do think that sometimes there is a little bit of like the romance of anything of fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a little bit of the romance of like the conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. of it. And you can't let yourself just like go full in of like, Oh, see, like I've connected all these dots. That's the thing I too. It's like whenever you get like, okay, let's take pizza gate. For example, we cover that with Maddie where when I was doing my research for a minute, like there was all these sites that I looked at, you know, initially, cause I always start every, you know, topic where I look, you know, particularly a conspiracy theory where I live one day in the conspiracy theorist shoes, like where this is the narrative that they're pushing. Yeah. Then I live in the shoe of the person that does not believe it. You know, the p- person on YouTube, like you're an idiot if you believe it. Right. And one thing that I find when you look at the person that totally believes, you know, the conspiracy theory, like 100%, like dig my heel into the, the ground about it, is like there's always these leaps in logic, right? So they'll get something like, you know, oh, these emails leaked and there's all these like weird, uh, this weird talk about pizza and hot dogs and all this shit. Yeah. And it doesn't mention anything else about you know, oh, there's an underground tunnel, you know, and that's where they, you know, they hang children by their feet, their toenails, and they, you know, extract the adrenochrome from their glands so that way that the lizard people, such as Hillary Clinton, they can live forever and they can, they have found the fountain of youth with this adrenochrome. And I'm like, where the fuck are you finding this at in these emails? Because I'm not seeing that at all. It's kind of like, it reminds me of like the Epstein lists that keep, you know, popping up like on Facebook and on the internet where it's just like, it, it accuses everybody from, fucking people that have been dead for 50 years that, you know, never could have met Epstein all the way to like Tom Hanks and his wife and all this like shit. Like we're just like, Whoa, that's not a real list that's out there. Like, and then it like, it like, it's a lot of like leaps in logic and fill in the blanks with my own, my own, um, my own to fit the narrative, if you will. And like, that's what bothers me a lot too. Like with these conspiracy theories. Well, it's funny, like that conspiracy theory in particular, was one of the ones I had the most issues with um, just because, again, yeah, like I I kind of label myself as that conspiracy theorist that like like I want to, I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure like most people would agree that 
the government keeps a lot of secrets from us mm-hmm. and the government has a history of doing shady things in its mm-hmm. past and like later on like 50 years down the line something will be exposed and it's like oh yeah well now like mk ultra is like very real sorry to tell you now but it's like whatever mm-hmm. like you know in atlanta they did expose people to like pesticides it's to see what what that would do to black people like that's a real thing that was happening mm-hmm. it's they kind of like make it seem like of course we did it like we needed to find out what would happen but um that one in particular was really strange because you can find all of the Podesta emails and read them yourself. And you don't need anyone to tell you like, you know, you don't need some conspiracy theorist to tell you. You don't need some like anti-conspiracy person to tell you. You can read these for yourself and exactly. make up your own opinion. That one was so cut and dry to the point where like when, when you read them and you actually do a search for pizza, like you actually look up all of his emails. There was one that I remember him saying something like, He's, it's directed to his brother and he says like oh can um do you want to get together for pizza tonight and it was just it was written really strangely but for the most part that was the only thing of this entire man's emails that i thought was weird everything else was just kind of like yeah if you go to my my twitter my personal twitter i retweet <laughs> i retweet so many pizza ads because i think it's funny and also i just love seeing pictures of pizza uh-huh so like I can only imagine like the conspiracy theorists like going through my Twitter going like this guy's a fucking Pizzagate pedophile with all these pizza yes. ads on there. And like nowadays like everybody's a pedophile. Like that's the that's the new Coney 2012 right now yeah. like on Facebook is like everybody's a pe- everybody and everything's a pedophile. And Brandy, one of these people, oh, I probably shouldn't have said her name. You can say it. Yeah. She posts some dumb shit. She does. She does. And she she it, she's gullible as shit. She believes everything. I she retweeted or retweeted. She shared on Facebook this picture of Walmart that says Something like I'm a pizza slave or whatever, and it was like the the eye of the Oculus eye or whatever that fucking the all the seeing eye of Horus, the the all seeing eye triangle, whatever in the shape of a pizza, and then like they sell this at Walmart, these damn pedos, like, and it's just like, well, where are you seeing that at? Because it's like pizza, pizza has always been a thing since I've been alive. Like when Ninja Turtles were out, like pizza was all over the place. Fucking um, when the internet first started getting popping. Like, remember, like, every 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 white girl would be like, I really want pizza. Like, that was big, like, I, like around 2012, 2013. Then it evolved into, like, oh, I really want tacos. And then it evolved into, like, oh, I really want pho. And it's just, like, those foods become, like, popular online. And, like, in particularly Facebook. Yeah. And it was just, like, to me, it was just, like, oh, I remember a time where, like, pizza was, like, it, the in vogue food. Like, you know, I mentioned the Ninja Turtles era. And then, like, later on, like, 2012, 2011-ish, that was like the in vogue food was like was pizza you know then late like i said later on tacos or whatever but like even to support that like i remember when my girlfriend and i started dating like i remember one of the first gifts she got me was like a pair of uh, boxers <laughs> because like all of my boxers like had holes i gonna say a pizza glove it's a no. glove i put on so i can eat my pizza and not get my hands dirty <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it was like a three pack of like underwears or whatever, right? From Old Navy, and it had pizza on it because that was the in vogue food. And then like I remember like a couple months later, like when tacos were like the in vogue food, like hey, there was fucking tacos on underwear or tacos like on a on a tie. Like I remember that like working at Target, yeah. it was just like there's always like an in vogue food. I believe like right now, like uh, you go to the store right now and like there there's gonna be some invoke food like remember bacon was a big deal for a while i've always i remember that that's funny you say that because that's the one food that i remember when it was like for some reason it became very like memeable and like i've never been a big bacon fan at all like i just 
I just I don't like pork in general. I just never been a pork person. Uh-huh. So I was always like, man, I'm like the one person that doesn't like. Maybe I'm missing something here. I'm not really getting this bacon bit thing. <laughs> and it, to me, like when we both like when we both like decided like pizza gave some bullshit. Yeah. I was thinking to myself like, wow, like out of all of these foods that have been in vogue, like pizza is like the least like sexually offensive food. Like. I can come up with like a pedophile theory, like let's start a rumor right now about fucking tacos or whatever, right? Like let's let's start that rumor right now. Like tacos represent tacos represent the sexual organ of the vagina. The vagina, the uh, the the all filled donuts are uh, that's a penis. Uh. <laughs> Uh, the reason why the Democrats want to have open borders is so that way they can sex traffic in children so that way they can have their tacos. And that's why all there's all these emails about tacos right now. And then, yeah. like, it's just like, it, again, like I mentioned, pho. Oh, what what country of origin does the pho come, or pho come from? Is it Th- Thailand? The Philippines? That's where, that's, that is the capital of pedophilia. And go back, going back to the, the Black Dahlia episode where yeah. the, that one dude, uh, George, what's his name? George Soros. No, <laughs> George Soros. Yeah. The George doctor or whatever that yeah. we pretty much came to the conclusion killed the Black Dahlia, right? He fled for a time to the Philippines because he actually was a pedophile because he raped mm-hmm. his, you know, 14 year old daughter and was trying to escape persecution or, uh, prosecution to the philippines where you know that is legit like you know a big you know sex trafficking place over there and it's like to me it's just like oh you could take any food and put a conspiracy around it if you really want to if you have the imagination enough for it yeah yeah no i i agree with you 100 percent. i mean the the ties came in when it was like um cheese pizza meant like cp like child porn mm-hmm. and like things like that like they were I get them. There's there's stretches. There was like the international sign for like pedophilia. Was that remember that rocket pizza or whatever it was called mm-hmm. or whatever? It was like two triangles inside of each other. Which so many bands like Lincoln Park has a logo with like their LP is like right inside of each other. It, yeah. look, it looks just like that. Like it's just a very simple image to draw. Like yeah. it's it's you can find it almost anywhere. It, it's it, it, I don't know. That was one of the conspiracy theories that I just never put any weight into it. It was and I'm sure there are like pedophilia rings going on and all this bullshit going oh, on like definitely that's, there are when we did that episode on on the deep web like to me that that's definitely something that's going on like mm-hmm. bakersfield has a big issue with that and particularly bakersfield like of having like sex workers being like slave but we also kind of covered that as well with like the disappearing women episode but i think that that's more we're we're approaching that one more from like a, a, a point of, a serious place of a, a, a place of facts of like women actually being kidnapped and children being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. We brought up the 500 missing children from Washington DC that actually happened. And like the only like news source that was actually covering that was NPR and us. So yeah. <laughs> we're up there with NPR. Look, yeah. <laughs> so um and, I mean, and that's the thing too like I feel like a lot of these conspiracies that actually clouds the actual seriousness of like an event like that because it becomes like the boy who cries wolf like where I mentioned 20 or Coney 2020 Coney 2012 earlier, right? <laughs> I, rem- I remember that so much. I have a Coney 2012 shirt. I just bought it at a thrift store, though. Sweet. But it's just like <laughs> for like two seconds, everybody fell in love with like this idea of saving the children over there in Africa or whatever because, you know, General Coney is like slave training them or whatever, right? And then it kind of like all went away because everybody kind of got exhausted by that. And like nobody's ever I, I want to put that post up like on my Facebook just to stir the pot a little bit like, hey, so did we are we going to revisit Coney 2012 if we all of a sudden care about children now? And it's like I think people got so on board with it. They they kind of like 
got exhausted from that topic where it's just like, okay, that was back in 2012. I don't care about that no more. My new thing is... Putting my default screen as a black square. Yeah. you know, (laughs) Making a difference. Yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of that too. But at the same time, it's just like when, when these conspiracies pop up and they get hot for a while, I feel like it's a distraction from like the real issue, you know? I, I agree. I think that anytime you have something like Coney 2012, there seems, even before Coney 2012, I remember the girl I was dating at the time, we got into like this small argument about right before that, like five years before that, there was the same movement that was going on of like those child soldiers that were going on over there and they just fizzled away and died away and like no one ever brought it up and then 2012 hits and it comes back up and now it's Coney 2012 and all this like child soldiers, we have to make a difference. And it became like that total like hipster thing to do, like, mm-hmm. you know, bringing it up. And I was telling her, I was like, without action, like this means nothing. Every post that you post, every YouTube link that you reshare, it means nothing without action. Mm-hmm. And I still feel, I mean, that's the reality of it. I, I think that that was my big issue when like that whole thing came up when like, it was really the music industry that came out when that woman that worked for the music industry came out and said like, let's turn all our profile pictures black. Mm -hmm. And it created this sense of finality, like a sense of accomplishment of like, by doing, (laughs) mission accomplished. Yeah. By doing this, we have all like united and like, we're giving black voices uh, a platform to speak, which nobody spoke because all their profiles are black. Um, And, and really it's just like, man, should we really be taking information from, from music industry, like if anyone's is like creating a form of slavitude towards like black artists, it's the music industry and artists in general. Like the music industry is like corrupt as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never, I was uh, when that happened. Like I know I talked to you and Eric about it, and I was just like, ah, I'm not really feeling this whole thing. But it does when things like that, when like movements like that happen, they create this sense of accomplishment and a sense of of finality. And then the problem is that there's no action that follows it and. Mm-hmm. And that was my issue with like the real victims yeah. go ignored because we exactly like yeah. we're still we're still like like it, problems haven't really yes those officers were arrested the the officers from Minnesota but like racism like that little boy that was killed like not that long ago like people were trying to make a big deal about that saying like well why are people rioting because of this and it's just like because justice was served like what we were trying to find was justice and it wasn't served mm-hmm. and now like. I agree. Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole different case by itself. But going back to conspiracy theories, um, one of the conspiracy theories that I remember, like I, I came on here and there's two conspiracy theories that I always talk about the the ones that I will like die on my grave believing. And one is that we've never landed on the moon. And the other one is fluoride in the water. Mm -hmm. Those are the two that I'm very passionate about. Um, and and one of the things, and I I brought this up on on a couple of podcasts, and one of them is like a hive mentality or that whole thing of like of, of the popular thought or the hive mentality. Coney twenty twelve is a great example of that. We have all these like young hipsters coming together and all ri- like getting riled up about this whole thing or whatever. And yeah. that's the hive mentality of like of. I find that scary as fuck. Like I find high mentality scary. And I know I always get labeled as that guy that's like, doesn't want to go along with wants to go against the grain. And I'm just an asshole for always going the opposite of whatever the popular thing is. But a part of that is because I, it is scary to me. I find it scary when everyone is going Coney 2012 or whatever the popular thing is. And it always comes back to me of going like, is this me? Am I a difficult person? Or is this like that flora in the water bullshit where like, people just become docile and accepting of of the reality that we've been given and pushed on 
I don't know. That's just my own personal mm-hmm. thing of like, it's something I personally think about sometimes. It'll just pop up like, I don't know. I'm just being difficult right now. Everyone else seems to be like, okay with this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I don't know. I You know what though? I think it's like people's um, desire to fit in and fit in in a positive way where I think, hey, you know, you see those hashtags now where it's like, save all the children and you see like people present the other side of it. Well, the same people that are putting the hashtag save all the children. Like, what do you really mean? Do you mean like actual children, like in your community that, you know, are being sex trafficked or abused at home or whatnot? Are you talking about the made up children that supposedly are being abused by Tom Hanks or whatever? And like that whole stupid thing about him moving to Greece to, escape uh you know prosecution because pedophilia over there is considered a mental illness which which is not that's not true i mean there was a bill proposed like back a few years ago they got soundly defeated in greece mind you but you know saving all these made-up children that tom hanks supposedly fiddled or whatever or do you care about the children that are on the border that are in cages like what do you really mean and 90 percent of the time you know and i'm just pulling that number out of my ass it's these made up children, you know, you're not really taking action for the real children that need, um, help. And, um, I was listening to Joe Rogan yesterday and Tim Dillon, comedian, Tim Dillon was on there and he goes, he, he was talking about the exact same thing that we were talking about. And Tim Dillon was saying that like, Hey, real activists are the people that actually, you know, go out in the world and become like lawyers be, or go into these professions that actually help these people, you know? Um, Flint still doesn't have clean drinking water, you know, real activism is people that go out there, you know, and help, you know, push legislation to help get Flint clean drinking water, not fucking going out there and, you know, just putting a hashtag out there or, you know, coming up with some fucking conspiracy theory on Infowars and how it uh, tickles back in, or trickles back into being, you know, the Democrats trying to make Trump look bad, you know, because Flint still doesn't have good drinking water or whatnot. Or, and, and to me, like, that that resonated with me. It's just like, oh, like, if you really cared about, like, all these things, like, what are you doing in your personal life to make a difference, you know? Um, you know, it goes into the whole, you know, uh, the whole coronavirus thing where what are you doing to help, you know, flatten the curve? You know, are you still going out, you know, to, you know, people's houses and having backyard boogies and whatnot? And then, you know, you just fucking say on social media, oh, wear make sure you wear your mask. But all the while, like you have like 75 people, you know, in your backyard, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're, you're contributing towards you're, you're a hypocrite, basically. Right. And it's just like that, that real, like what Tim Dillon was saying, I was just like, he said it in a funny way, but like, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. People actually care about these things, like actually go out and do something like one conspiracy that we covered was the whole flat earth one and kind of transitioned into that. Like we both said, like, we both do not believe that the earth is flat. Like there's so much technology out there that you can go out and verify. You yeah. Know, that anybody that's ever jumped on an airplane, you can start to see like where the earth starts to crest out, you know, and there's science, there's open science out there that will show you that. And we both kind of like stated too that like, Oh yeah, you can find a, a flat earth video on YouTube because it's not hurting anybody. But one person that like I can't necessarily hate on, but remember that guy that wanted to build a rocket to prove that the oh, earth yeah. was flat? He ended up dying basically though because he 
he suicide himself. Yeah, <laughs> clearly Clint killed him because he was about to expose uh, that the Earth was flat. But no, um, I mean, I yeah, he's batshit crazy for trying to you know make this rocket ship that will go up and prove that the Earth was flat. But that's like I respect him that he's he was willing to die on his sword, you know, to yeah, prove yeah. what he believed, and. Yeah, he's batshit crazy, but at the same time, like I give somebody like that props where it's just like, hey, this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to do to prove it. Not be like Eddie Bravo and just just conveniently state that all scientists are wrong and you know, just keep trying to create a table yeah, yeah. out of like fucking toilet tissue fucking rolls and shit. Like with these fucking weak arguments. Like Yeah. I mean the reality is like most conspiracy theorists aren't scientists. Like, I'm not a scientist when I talk about the moon landing not being mm-hmm. real. And I'll admit to that. But the reality of it is, like, you look at where we are right now as a society. Right now as a society, there is a race to who can create, which country can create the first coronavirus vaccine that actually mm-hmm. works. Because that would give your country so much more clout. <laughs> reality is, like... Really, like it, it's it's a it's like the new Cold War. Like, who's gonna create the first vaccine? Whether it works or not is like almost irrelevant. Uh, well, I mean, it will be irrelevant once people like ten years from now start fucking growing arms out of their forehead yeah, and shit. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's a scary thing to to say, but um, Russia's already putting out their vaccine. It's actually called Spugnik to tie everything <laughs> back together. Like their vaccine's gonna be called Spugnik and. Apparently, Vladimir Putin has already vaccinated his own daughter with it. Mm. And um, that just to bring back the whole like conspiracy of like moon landing, I I just the fact that we've never really been back there since like that time period. And like other countries are like not really eager to go back. And then you could say like there's not really much up there to, to go back for. It's like, yeah, I get that. But it, the fact that we, we do so much to try to control like every landmass that we can try to control on earth. It's like, there's like a whole landmass over there. We could potentially like build stuff on it. We wanted to <laughs> like real estate is a big deal. But anyways, that's a whole another thing. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with that argument. Like, you know, I've said this a bunch of times. We said this back when, when, um, we had, um, I forgot his name, but anyways, the, the whole like <laughs> thing. No, not Anthony, but, um, uh, the whole like concept of like you have to be the change you want to see. Oh, Donnie Phillips. Donnie Phillips. Yeah, sorry, Donnie. Um, um, I think that's really important. I think it's important that you like gain as much knowledge as you can. One of the things that here in Bakersfield we struggle with is having like a bad police force. Like we mm-hmm. traditionally have a very violent police force. Um, I don't know if we said this on air or off air, but a while back, um, I think it was last episode we talked about um, like the 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 border patrol like you know someone that's in the border patrol like the border patrol i mean whether you like it or not is what traditionally one of the most like corrupt organizations that we have in mm-hmm. in the united states government and and it brings us back to that whole like is this just a bad apple like it's hard to buy into the bad apple like argument argument you know when it's just so abundantly clear that it's you know it's like you go to work and you see your coworker stealing or whatever it might be or whatever that's a like, are you just as responsible? Because now you saw that cohort. Like, it's such a weird concept that, like, I think it's important that people, like, do as much research as they can on, like, on topics and not just 
gather in whatever information is being fed to them. Yeah, live in an echo chamber where it's just like, I'm only going to live in this narrative. Like I mentioned earlier, like when we do research on these topics, like it's like, okay, I'll spend a day living in the conspiracy theorist's shoes, like the one that's like gung-ho for it, and then the next day living in the other side of it. And then in the meanwhile, collecting data from both sides of it. Like, okay, where are you getting this information from? Where are you getting your information from? And then more times than not, like both bring up very good points, you know? And that's where, like, I think people miss the target, you know, on these topics. Like, for example, let's just bring up the moon landing. Like, I, I honestly think we landed on the moon and I just think that it's just, it was just too fucking money too much of a money pit to ever fucking go back just to say we did it like you mentioned that whole clout thing but it's just like people that you know don't believe in it they'll throw in all these things and then people who do believe that we went to it they'll counter all that information and you look at all the information like nasa like they are very open very very open with all the information of how they did it what fucking formula is they use like oh here's what here were the problems like with the other 10 missions that we, we were trying to get to the moon with like there, there's people that died so, so that even on that episode i believe that people actually did the research and did the work to it i believe that everything was com- uh i don't know everything was I believe that they actually had a research team and a team that actually built these things. And I think that mm-hmm. once you make people believe that they, this is what you're building, I believe that that is actually what happened. I don't believe that they actually sent someone there. That's the part that I find difficult no to problem. believe in. Um, and I, I think so a lot of people always bring up the like, well, how do you keep all these people quiet? Well, I believe that was actually doing the research. I believe that was actually working for NASA. Like, of course, I'm going to believe that. You don't mm-hmm. have to keep someone quiet when they actually believe they're doing their job. But... um my whole thing with it is and you say like I actually don't think NASA us going to a different place that we're not from Mm. and they just end up like being water damaged in like in some garage at somebody's house like that seems a little bit like crazy to me that's just Mm -hmm. like that's no way but then see then a lot of that too is like you mentioned that i'd have to revisit that because i'm not you know up to date with my fucking moon landing research or whatever right but like you would see like those counter arguments by the conspiracy theorists and then you you have to research okay so what did like scientists and nasa say about that and then you you follow these narratives like and if it's a bullshit explanation it's just like oh okay that's like what you were talking about like with conspiracy theorists like where red flags go up like you know, if you see your girlfriend, you know, looking at her phone and she's smiling, do you do those logical leaps like, oh, she must be flirting with Chad? Or do you say like, hey, why were you flirting? Why were you uh, laughing at your phone? Oh, my my sister sent me this really funny meme. Here, look. Yeah. And that's to me, it's just like, oh, OK, you're you're alleviating my my fears there. But if your girlfriend looks at her phone, she smiles and you, she tells you, you ask her that same question. She says, oh, don't worry about it. Hey, let me see your phone. No. And then starts deleting shit. That's where, you know, the narrative kind of gets weird where it's just like it brings up like another topic that we did like 9-11 where it's just like before we entered that topic, I was like, man, that all these conspiracy theories are bullshit. You know, like that that movie um, Zeitgeist it did a very sloppy job of, you know, trying to explain things. But then like when you really get into the meat of it, 
yeah, I don't think, you know, George Bush and fucking Dick Cheney intentionally try to blow up the towers or whatever. And at the same time, I don't really think that the official narrative that's in the 9-11 report is factual at all either. It's actually somewhere in the middle where you're just like, oh, we basically got caught with our pants down. And that the the official story of like two planes brought down the towers, that's bullshit because there was probably people that went in and fucking attached, you know, explosives to the towers. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, the whole show was the planes running into it. What were you say? Because I view the uh, Twin Towers a lot of the same way that we had information about um, Pearl Harbor. It's going to be attacked. It's coming. That attack is coming. Mm-hmm. And we did nothing because we had interest of going into war. I view that the same way as 9-11. Like 9-11, Condoleezza Rice has like this interview where she's in front of Congress and they're asking her, what was that report called? And it was like, planes being hijacked by terrorists to hit a building. <laughs> and it's like so dead on. Like they were aware that this was coming. Yeah. And the fact that they did nothing to me is like, that's conspiracy theorist like wet dream right there. Oh yeah. And and I do believe that they had that information that they knew this was coming. It is financially beneficial for us to go in to take over these oil fields and have an excuse to go in there. I don't know if there was explosives. I don't know if like Oh, there definitely was because like if you look at the science of it, again, yeah. when, when science is open and free to talk. Like, a lot of scientists will say, like, yeah, you don't get these kind of cuts from, like, a plane. Yeah, they were vertical cuts. Yeah, like, that's um, that's how you bring down, like, a Las Vegas fucking building or whatever, right? And when you, you brought up the fact that there was, like, all these, like, reports and, you know, uh, these things that, you know, they were getting information on. Mind you, a pre-9-11 world, we weren't necessarily taking all these threats seriously because nothing like that had ever happened. Where it's just like, oh, we can just trust that, you know, hey— who, who the National Guard, they'll do their job, or like the NYPD, like they'll do their job. Blue Lives Matter, like they'll do their job. Like we don't got to worry about it. Like nothing like that, that, nothing like that will ever fucking happen. And mind you, the government continuously every day gets thousands and thousands and thousands of threats from all over the world. I mean, fucking, you know, North Korea, you know, is forever, you know, threatening to do this, that, and other. Iran's threatening to do this, what this, whatever. The 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 problem is is like which one do we take seriously and put all of our resources into? And I think America got really cocky. We had a transition in presidents where six months before this, I believe, Bill Clinton actually bombed Osama bin Laden's hideout. And this was actually retaliation for it, but we already transitioned into another administration who wasn't paying attention to this, wasn't putting this on the forefront of their agenda. You know, their agenda was something else. And that's why we ended up invading, like, you know, instead of, um, you know, what, Pakistan? We ended up invading fucking, or Saudi Arabia, I should say. We ended up invading fucking Iraq and Afghanistan because, you know, Cheney wanted to finish what they started with the Persian Gulf War. Hmm. And then, like to me, like, yeah. that's what that, that's where it's just like, where I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, where it's just like, you know, people are either like, oh, George Bush fucking did it. or And then you have people who are like, nope, the 9-11 report was absolutely true. Or it's just like, no, it's actually somewhere in the middle like there's there's gray area where some of what from each compartment of those trains of thought there's it can be both actually well one of the things that um was really interesting was there were other buildings building seven is the one that conspiracy theories bring up a lot that's the building that also came down and the owner of building seven is the one that said like okay pull it like and they did a demolition on it um, that same day, which is like almost impossible to do, and demolition on the same day as like September 11th. 
Uh, a lot of strange things. There was also the, um, there was like, uh, they were training that day in case of like a hijacking, which is the exact same thing that happened in the Boston bombing thing where yep. they were training for Boston bombing yeah. scenarios. Um, very strange things. I do believe that there was knowledge that this was happening. Mm-hmm. And I think there was knowledge that this was happening even as as detailed as it's happening today. Like today is the day that it's happening and we, we're going to be ready and we're just going to like uh, just be ready. I, th- I thought it was very strange that the part of the Pentagon that was hit was the part of the Pentagon that was completely empty. That was the, the strangest part. It was the only thing that was Convenient. there. Yeah, it was the only thing that was there was the records, I believe, which is also very convenient. And it was like, okay, whatever. It was like the old paper records were there. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that got blown Get up. Get rid of the Lusitania records. Yeah, everything else, very strange. Whatever you want to believe on the 9-11 thing, that is one of the strangest conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. That's one of the ones I'm still very, like, I don't know. Like, I, I believe, I again, like I just said, I do believe that the government had so much knowledge of it. I mm-hmm. think they were ready, like ready in the sense that they were ready to you know, have their like media run of having George Bush in front of children to, so there could be like no, like no idea that he was in on any of this kind of thing. And like, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I think he, I think he was aware that this was going to happen. I think they were ready to go into Iraq and, and take it over and like take over the oil fields. I don't know how much, I don't know if all the other shit that was going on was planned. But anyways, what other conspiracies have we covered? Uh, Denver airport. That, that one's, Oh, that's another one that I, I still believe that that is an underground bunker for the elite. Yeah. (laughs) And I went into that topic and I, I listened to a little bit of it. And that that, that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode where it's like, I kind of cringe where like, where I kind of go down that, 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 that train of thought or present that train of thought. We're like, yeah, I totally believe that as well. Like the more, I looked into it afterwards. The, the less I believe it's like a bunker for the elite. Hmm. So, I mean, that's one of those ones that I just, I don't think that there's any, I mean, the reality of it is like, do you think that there is a, a bunker for the elite anywhere on earth? If there, if, okay, if there is, it's going to be, I don't think it's a centralized place for everybody. I just think that's too too dangerous for if we if you believe the nwo theory which is like one of the theories that we covered Uh like i don't think for one i don't think when you get people that powerful i don't think you can get them to agree so unanimous unanimously on something like that well there could be more than one that's just maybe that's just like the north american one or whatever (laughs) possibly but like i just feel like you're dealing with a lot of ego there like okay let's uh, let's you know go down the you know the nwo um episodes where it's just like, okay, let's take the Queen of England. That was our longest episode. The yeah, it was two a two-parter. Yeah. They were all like two and a half hours yeah. and shit. Um, I have a problem with it because there's people like, okay, let's... You got all of Asia, right? Like, Asia has to be involved. And there's so much conflict within, you know, just Asia alone. You got Russia that's in there. Then you got the Middle East. Like, they control a lot more than, you know we would like to believe, you know, they control a lot more than believe. Then you got, you know, like I said, the Royal family, and then you got to look at the Americas and you look at the South Americas or whatever, like all these people that like have their own agendas, have their own pride issues or whatever. Like you mean to tell me that they're all just going to be like, okay, the one thing we can agree on that we're going to go to Denver and we're going to live in this underground bunker. And like, that's where I kind of like, I can't get on board with like the Denver airport being like an underground bunker. Cause 
like you said, like if there was going to be, you know, some kind of bunker, like I think like, you know, Asia would have different bunkers for themselves. You know, Kim Jong, let's like use Kim Jong Un, for example. He'd probably just have one in his palace. I'm sure the queen would have it like in Buckingham Palace down there somewhere. So it's just like what the governor of fucking Denver, like he would have his there. Well, I mean, I don't think Kim Jong Un would be invited to this. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying like the royal family, it's funny you bring them up. The royal family does own property pretty close to the Denver airport, mm-hmm. which is not that crazy to say. I mean, it's it's a very touristic area like yeah. where like people go skiing all the time. But it, one of the reasons why it would make sense is because it is surrounded by mountains. It's relatively high altitude. Mm-hmm. It's what you would look for. You wouldn't want to just do one in like, you know what? I like Baja, Mexico better. Let's build one there. Like it wouldn't make <laughs> sense there because if like, if there was some kind of like nuclear explosion, nuclear explosion or let's say a, a comet hit and then all of a sudden the sea levels rose, you wouldn't want to be there. Where would you want to be? A high sea level altitude, relatively close to an airport because I can't get to, um, what's that really tall mountain, the Himalayas? Like I can't make it to the Himalayas because there's no airport close by. Yeah. Like it's it's very convenient in, in that sense of like there's an airport, Denver's not that far away to this, you know, it's, it's, it's very convenient for a lot of reasons. I almost think that it's, more ridiculous to think that there's not an underground bunker somewhere which or, i'm sure there is i mean i mean well actually there is but in the if, whole back black lives matter protests were going on that's where trump was hiding at yeah. the white house i mean if you really think about it like rich people and i'm not talking like oprah winfrey rich people i'm just talking like doomsday preppers like that show doomsday preppers mm-hmm. there's people that are on there that are like rich and not even like super rich they're just like i have 50 million dollars which is rich but it's not like oprah winfrey rich like $50 million, they like build a bunker. They have helicopters ready to go anytime that like this shit's going on. Uh-huh. And so you're telling me that like now like Elon Musk, who's like way more, like he's probably like 50 billion rich or whatever he's, he's worth. Building tunnels yeah. in underground LA. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me that he doesn't want at least that safety for him and his family of like, mm-hmm. hey, in case there's a real nuclear disaster had come in, I want to at least know that I'm going to be safe for the next three years until like the nuclear dust settles down. Whatever it may be. I just think that that is, like, highly possible, um, at least for, like, government officials or, like, maybe we just want – maybe that is just the royal family was like, hey, we want to buy this land. We'll build the airport. Maybe it is just for the royal family. And when you present it like that, like, I'm like, that's where it's just like, okay, like, I'm not so dug in the sand. My heels aren't so dug in the sand where it's just like, oh, okay, if it's just the royal family, then yeah. But, like, the actual, like, conspiracy that's out there, like, that's where it's just like – it starts to lose its credibility a little bit. Like they start talking about like the artwork, like the, the horse that's out in the front or whatever. Like, yeah. like when you start talking about like when, when conspiracies bring out the fact like, Oh, they're giving you hints that this is, you know, this is the Illuminati or this is, you know, the NWO like fucking saying that this is what they're doing with their nefarious acts. It's like, like who gives hints like that? Any smart criminal like would not give you hints about what they're going to do. You know, like it, we talked on the Patreon episode where we were talking about Marina Abramovich, right? Yeah. Her name comes up a lot with like the Pizzagate stuff because of uh, like spirit cooking and all this bullshit. Well, that's like a very small, a super small part of like her art. Right. And to me, like conspiracy theorists, like this is like what doing these, these episodes like brought to mind. I didn't know that conspiracy theories like had a political leaning and I didn't know they necessarily had like an educational leaning towards the uneducated as well because like when you look at a lot of these like conspiracy theorists that push like these these theories they're usually very right-leaning and they're very much like they don't understand art you know like i look like i was telling you on the patreon episode like marina abramovich 
Like you look at some of her art on the surface is like, whoa, that's disturbing or like, oh, that's dumb. But like when you really dig deep into it, you're like, oh, wow, that's super beautiful. It's because she's a different thinker. And the same thing like with the art that's in the Denver airport, where it's just like, oh, wow. Like they even from like the um, the way it's built to look like mountains and shit, like those like TP tents or whatever yeah, yeah. And shit. Which is like, oh, this like from the start of it, they said like, hey, we want this to be a place where artists can thrive, like art can thrive here. And you see that a lot too, like other airports, like Salt Lake City's airport, where it's just like they have like a theme. You know, LAX is a very bad example because it's a very shitty airport. Yeah, but you see that like you know from the seven or eight fucking airports I've been in, like they all like, Hey, like culturally, this is what we want to stand out for an international airport. Like when people are coming and going, we want this to stand out, you know, from all the rest of the fucking, you know, plain Jane airports that are out there. And that's where I think like Denver was like trying to stand out with. It was just like, Hey, we want, we want to show local art here. We want to basically this to be a museum serve as both a museum and an airport. So like, that part of it where they try to bring in like, oh, the art is is like secret messages from the Illuminati letting yeah, you know yeah. of their nefarious things. This was like, oh, man, I can't get on board with that. I get that. I do think that it's a little bit strange that they chose that artwork of having like dead children on their artwork. I don't know. Like as much as I like weird things, I wouldn't be like, hey, I have to redesign LAX. I don't know if you know who like Justice Yieldham is, but mm-hmm. Justice Yieldham, same thing as like, as a controversial artist he makes music by cutting his face with glass Mm -hmm. and like i wouldn't be like all right justice just let me just take pictures of you cutting your face with glass i mean i like his i like his what he does i think it's like beautiful in a weird sense but like and i could see why the conservative person would be like this is the devil's work this is satanic yeah Yeah. everything is satanic yeah but at the same time like i wouldn't do that like i still have a job to keep you know like i wouldn't show up to my employer with like a fucking just as yield hammer death grip shirt with like a giant <laughs> penis on it or whatever. Cause they're, I mean, that's what death grips does. Um, yeah. but anyways, like, um, I just, I mean, that's the, that's the reality. I do find it strange. I don't find it that strange. Like the artwork is like maybe just a bad choice of having dead children as your artwork. And that's the thing too. Like people believe that like, Oh, that artwork is always up. Like that's the artwork that's going to be there from the time it was, what was like 94 that airport, you know, I think started, so. Yeah, like from 94 to like right now, like the artwork that we talk about, that's what's going to be out there. Like, no, it's like a revolving door of like different things, like different themes and whatnot. So that, okay, so th- yes, but at the same time, it wasn't planned to be that way. Mm-hmm. It was, it got such bad like reviews um, that they took down the one of the dude with the gas mask and the one of the dead children. And now those are revolving doors. The other two, I think still, because it's a total of four giant paintings. Correct. I think two of them stay up, the two more positive ones. <laughs> and then the the two other ones are a revolving door now of like different artists of mostly local artists of of the Denver area mm-hmm. getting to put their artworks up, but it wasn't that it was originally like those are gone and they kept the other ones that are and, and then, there's still other things there's like the gargoyle which is not that weird but there's also like that one like symbol that says like dedicated to the New World Order Flight Commission. Uh It's just kind of strange things. Like, that's not a real thing. Even if you do your research now, it's just like, that doesn't add up because that's not a real thing. Yeah. 
but there's a lot of things like in 94 that were trying to be a thing that are no longer a thing now you know what i'm saying so it's just like video city like if you look try to look that up you're not gonna find any information on it but that was that was (laughs) a thing back in the day i will say like if we look at 94 like in 1994 at least to me and, and i had never really heard of like the new world order and things like that that seems to be more of a thing that happened in like the 2000 the early 2010s the late 2000s it was really like this birth of like of what is the new world order mm-hmm. um one of the the conspiracies we've never covered it because it's past the year 2015 but when barack obama was in office there was this conspiracy called uh jade Phil 15 or something like that where like it was going to be like martial law all across <laughs> the united states and barack obama was going to have the military take everyone's weapons away and move everyone to walmart so like these concentration camps in walmart yeah and like that obviously happened. That happened. I remember back in 2015 when this was <laughs> happening. No, I mean it just it's yeah. one of those things. That was the first Mike's first experience back in like I think it was like 2013 when I first heard this. And the person that was like preaching this nonstop was um, Alex Jones, a much younger Alex Jones, less memeable Alex Jones. But like I was like, is this guy for real? Like, is this guy like really like on board with this shit? Mm-hmm. And. And they had like YouTube videos, like you could go to YouTube videos of like people like spying on the government taking over, over WalMarts, and they were really taking over WalMarts. What they were doing were doing like training exercises of what it would be like going into like a building and like doing the whole thing, which would make sense for the military to do those types of things. Um, because but, yeah, I mean, at the same time, like fucking mass shootings were happening, and we need to be able to have like an action in place, you know? Yeah. So they were taking over old Walmarts, but they weren't actually doing concentration camps in there. And that's like where those like weird leaps of fucking logic like fucking start to fucking come into place where it's just like, how did you get from A to Z and fill in like the rest of the alphabet with this bullshit? Like, where's your fucking sources from? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And th- th- a lot of this, the, speaking of sources, it comes from thing that we covered with QAnon. Yeah, like, that actually ties in directly to this. Yeah, and it's just like you look into the QAnon, and QAnon is basically is <laughs> supposedly somebody within the government that has like all this insight to like what's what the the fucking movers and shakers are about to do or whatever, right? And a lot of it just ends up being bullshit because since what like since 2016 like any day now like fucking hillary clinton's gonna go to jail like no she's still fucking running around like doing her thing and shit like with bill and fucking chelsea and shit and like meanwhile like all these other people around trump are actually going to jail or on house arrest and shit so it's funny like QAnon people i think there's an illusion of grandeur there where like you want to be part of that circle that changes the globe or whatever Mm -hmm. and the reality of it is like if these people were so connected wouldn't they have gotten a heads up on like coronavirus or any of these things that like took place in 2012? I'm sorry, 2020. 2020 has been like a pretty brutal year mm-hmm. and like they had no heads up to any of this shit. Like it, it doesn't add up. I think it's, you know, whenever you go online and you can create these like, like online personalities where like now you're a spy. We also did, what's the time? John Tidor. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of like John Tidor. Like, if John Titor started his own religion and it was called QAnon. Yeah. Like, it's it's just so out there. Like, I, I remember when I heard that, I think we might have already had another episode planned. I texted you guys, like, you and Eric going, like, mm-hmm. no, we got to cover QAnon. Like, this is the fucking craziest shit I can ever imagine. Like, yeah, it was just so out there. It was, I, I couldn't believe it was real. But I think... 
nobody wants to like die being a regular person. They all want to like have that illusion of grandeur. Like I was part of QAnon. And then when you actually <laughs> look at QAnon, like where it started out, like a lot of like bullshit started like on these like troll sites, like like 4chan, 8chan, and all this shit. Yeah. Like where it's just like you have to live in the mindset of those people. Like those are trolls. Like there's like the whoever created the character of Q or whatever. Like they have to be somewhere laughing right now because that they accomplished their goal. Like where they're gonna have, like we were talking about with Coney Twenty Twelve, where people are like running around like with that hive mentality of like, oh okay, you know Donald Trump is secretly like working with Mueller to round up all these like pedophiles and Hillary Clinton and George Soros and all these motherfuckers, that, John Podesta. They're all gonna be they're gonna be in shackles and hung publicly or whatever. And it's just like none of that has happened, and it's because some troll created this character. And I was listening to this one podcast about, you know, QAnon and that whole frazzle drip or whatever, right? And he was talking about, like, one of the most popular videos is, like, some Twitter video or whatever of this guy, like, supposedly, like, Q, like a guy from Q, the Q circle or whatever, goes up to this, like, random Trump supporter at a Trump rally and, like, asks him some question about, you know, QAnon and Trump and whatnot and he cuts like this beautifully cut like fucking like articulate four minute fucking pro wrestling promo like on Hillary Clinton and George Soros or whatever. And you're like, man, that was so like fucking like like Quentin Tarantino couldn't have done a better job of like fucking directing this guy. And then you actually look into it. The guy's actual like a fucking like aspiring backyard wrestler and shit. Wow. And it's just like there's all these like seeds of like oh this is fucking troll work at hand and these people are sitting back and laughing about what they've done and it's really like tore the country apart you know to circle back to like pizzagate and shit like it's it's the work of like trolls and then like your average fucking like housewife or fucking stay-at-home mom or like some like disenfranchised kid that lives in his mom basement basement you know with his cheeto fingers and whatnot is like they're so they hate like society like what the, where their life is at right now is so susceptible to believe these things that they see on the internet that Q just becomes so like empowering to them yeah i mean i mean going back to how i i brought up the whole like things like youtube youtube will not publish it this episode will probably not be very easy to find on youtube yeah um not because of any other reason that we've kind of like given some some wiggle room to the idea that conspiracy theories are real. And the reality is like, yes, you have to give that reality, like the reality of that they are real. You have to give it weight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I always look at this like the facts have to be able to hold the weight. Like I always think of like a conspiracy like a table. Like if it can hold the weight of the fact, then like, you, like your 9-11, like, hey, there's some bullshit afoot right there, yeah. right? Like, I am totally okay with that because the facts actually hold weight. But, like, when the facts don't hold weight, that's where I'm just like, man, I can't get behind this, you know? Um, like, the whole Area 51 thing, like, we did <laughs> a weird episode on that. That was a very weird episode. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I look back on that, and it's just like, oh, the, the actual facts of the matter is, is like, oh, this was, like, a secret base to hide from the Russians. It wasn't to, like, hide... I. D- during the cold war it wasn't to like fucking alien shit at work yet yeah, like, yeah that was a cool narrative that got you know put out there or whatever but at the same time it was just like oh the the real explanation is like we were trying to come up with some shit just in case fucking russia wanted to fucking pop off and do something against us like that was the real facts of it and then what came out of it was like some actual badass technology you know whether that was alien or not i 
I wasn't there like yeah. the Las Vegas shooting, so I can't tell you. But at the facts of the matter, hold up to like, oh, this was some Cold War shit, not some fucking alien bullshit. Yeah, I I do think that you know we're looking at now where we are earlier this year, early 2020. Uh, the United States comes out and says, like, yeah, there are things in the sky that we can't explain. And like, mm-hmm. like we do want to research them, but we just we don't know what it is. Like, the fact that that was, like, in January of this year. Wait. January, February. Yeah, like it was, like, January. Month come out with something yeah. like that, yeah. And, like, it's so forgotten now because there was, like, so many terrible things have happened since. Um, it's very interesting. To me, that there's definitely a lot more going on. You know, we did... Um, when we did cattle mutilation and we did the uh, the Skinwalker Ranch episode, mm-hmm. I thought those were very interesting just because there's definitely an interest from the United States government whether they can actually spend money directly to funding research to these things. I don't think they can. So I think mm-hmm. that there has otherwise like there. It's almost like if you spend money on it, you're admitting that there's something there. Yeah. And I think this is the first time that they've admitted that there's something there and we mm-hmm. need to like investigate it. I think they, they actually said that like some of these crafts were not of this world or yeah. not of this known world. And that like kind of gets spun, you know, you know, saying like, oh, they're admitting it's from space. Well, not necessarily. They just don't know what it is. And like, to tie that into yeah. back to the Area 51 thing where it's just like drones. Like that was actually created, you know, during like Nazi Germany, yeah. like during World War Two. It's just that now in 2020, you can go down to Target and buy a drone now. Like it's taken like what, 80, 80 years or so to fucking, you know, be publicly available. There's so much technology out there, you know, that, you know, other nations are developing. Like, of course, we don't know about it yet. So it's not of this known world that we are aware of. But doesn't mean that, like, hey, like, South Korea isn't developing something, you know, because yeah. they're very smart over there. Americans aren't always the smartest yeah. people, you know. So to me, like, that's where it's just, like, you got to give weight to both both sides of it and then see which one can a, a table can hold up with. I would say, so going back to the whole thing of if we've changed our opinion on things, the one thing I've changed my opinion on more than anything else as uh, if you, I think we did a UFO episode, like alien episode, like episode three or something. I don't oh, know. Okay, it was like yeah. very early on where we talk about like the Nazca lines and stuff. It was very like on the fly. I think you just texted me right before I came over like, hey, we want to talk about aliens? Yeah. And so that's <laughs> that episode. Um, the one thing that I've kind of changed my mind on and it kind of ties into like parallel universes as well. I, I've to tie in parallel universes, aliens and Skinwalker Ranch, I think the Skinwalker Ranch episode really made me change my idea of, like, extraterrestrial visitors, I guess. Mm-hmm. It made me think, like, well, maybe there are, like, portals on this Earth, like, portals, and I don't know what if it's, like, a scientific thing or a spiritual thing or maybe a mixture of both. Maybe. And, like, that, you know, whether these be crafts or, like, or like living entities that are coming into into this world, and maybe that ex- that whole thing answers the question of like what are ghosts as well, because you know I don't know we, ghosts are another like fringy thing of like we don't know what that is. Um, it could be dead people, or it could be someone like you know we did episode on I don't know if we did we do an episode on like on sleep paralysis. I remember we talked about it. It comes up every time I have to tell my fucking scary story. <laughs> I remember Perla told that story of like a woman being in her Oh, that's home. right. Yeah. 
Um, that was a really terrifying story. But um, in that episode, we kind of bring up sleep paralysis and like the concept of being able to see. Like people talk about like taking drugs like LSD or I like um ayahuasca, like DM, ayahuasca and DMT, mm-hmm. um, and just being able to see like those like interdimensional beings or whatever. Like it's it's a trippy concept, but at the same time, like you, the government is has researched it in the past and yeah. like. The fact that that's essentially what's going on in like Skinwalker Ranch, like there is interest from the government there. Like it's crazy, but it's like almost crazy enough to work kind of thing. Like yeah. there's something going on. Like the government wouldn't put any weight to there if they didn't see like some correlation or some kind of like form of action coming from that research. Just a thought. Yeah, and, and or oh, they could just be from Mars. <laughs> yeah, Pluto and shit. Um. <laughs> That that is like one of the weird things too. Like you you mentioned like about that aliens episode where it's just like yeah I I do feel it's very arrogant to say that like we are the only living things in this fucking whole universe or existence. Like I just find that very arrogant. I still feel that way. Um, are they little green men or gray aliens or whatever? I don't know what they are. You know you mentioned ghosts. Um, you know, I have my story that, you know, I've told a million times on this podcast about, you know, my experience of the house that we moved in. Um, check out the ghost level episode if you want to hear, you know, <laughs> that story again. Uh, but like, I know what I saw. I know what I felt. My mom felt the exact same stuff and went through the exact same stuff. So I know it's not just, you know, a, a child's brain, you know, imagining things, doing these like leaps in logic or trying to figure out something. You know, like there was somebody else there, you know, somebody 25 years older than me going through the same experience so there's there has to be something there whether it be energies whether it be entities whether it be demons or angels or whatnot i i don't know i don't know what it is but something is out there and that's very like it's very interesting you know like when we come into like theories like like these parallel universes like these rips in in time and wormholes and black holes like all this shit that you know you you we research, you know, CERN has that super collider where they say that like some conspiracy theorists say that like, Hey, you know, eventually they're going to get so good that they're going to be able to time travel and go back and create these parallel universes, that whole John Teeter thing, you know, like where there's all these different realities happening all at once. And depending, you can, you know, fluidly in the future, we're going to be able to fluidly, you know, go through all, all these different universes. Is that real? I don't know. It seems highly unlikely, but you've said this a million times. It's like explaining algebra to an ant, you know, like algebra absolutely exists, but is an ant brain going to be able to grasp that concept? And it's the same thing with like, you know, parallel universes, interdimensional beings and whatnot. Like we, we don't understand how that works or if that is even a thing to be able to grasp that fucking reality at this time and it could explain a lot you know you know when it comes to ghosts when it comes to demons and angels i think we did an episode on exorcisms and for the most part the catholic church the catholic church's scientists say hey like 99 percent of these are bullshit you know it's like you know mental disorders or physical disorders you know the more research we get into it it's like a chemical imbalance that happens and you know oh yeah by the way like all these crazy things that happen like when people are supposedly uh, possessed by demons as a result of like adrenaline you know running through somebody's body and, and whatnot so it's very important to keep your 
your mind afloat to like all different you know possibilities because i think overall the overall overall arching theme of this episode i want to like get out there like with conspiracy theories is like yeah it's fun to like look into them but like keep an open mind to all possibilities be if you're a pizzagate fucking like believer like challenge your thought process of like hey if this is not true like what is all the evidence like i said with like the 5g conspiracy episode like look at you know three different sources of or three different sources and and try to make sure that they all fucking conflict with each other because you want to see all sides of the fucking pin you know you don't want to live in one world that like oh everybody's a pedophile the truth of the matter is the facts is like tom hanks all these things that are going around with like yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks right now, like 99% of it is not true. Now there is some truth that, Oh yeah, he did become a Greek citizen. Why did he become a Greek citizen? Like let's travel down that road. Don't just accept what you see like in memes and whatnot. Circle back to like exorcism or whatnot. Like everything isn't necessarily the devil, you know, that, that this is happening. Like the Catholic church even put out there, you know, with their own scientists that are supposed to support the theory of, you know, God and devil. They said, like, hey, like, there is actual chemical imbalances that happen, like, with some of these people, you know, that, hey, we need to explore that before we start, you know, throwing crosses in people's faces and fucking, you know, doing all these rituals that could actually hurt somebody, you know, which has happened in the past. So, yeah, I mean, the exorcist episode, I wasn't. I was never really on board in the Exorcist episode. One of the things I remember, I think I said it on there, where I say that one of, one of the things that is striking is like a lot of like impoverished countries, they seem to be the ones that have like higher levels of people that need exorcisms. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the reality is like impoverished countries seem to be the ones that are also like the least educated as well and Correct. have the like bad medical um, services available to them. So I that's one of the things that where I feel the exorcist but some sometimes like science you know if we're gonna if we're gonna put so little weight into flat earth because there's so much science for it the of us actually living in a circular planet there's also like evidence of of like wormholes and black holes and like all these things that are very possible and with that like you know interdimensional beings are just as possible like that, the science behind that is scary, but at the same time, it is possible. Like it is something that science has backed now in the last couple of years. Yeah, they said that. Yeah. So, it's you know you kind of have to like even when you do your research, you have to give yourself the ability to have that possibility of that. But this might change. Like mm-hmm. things that were considered a joke of a possibility like fifty years ago are very much real possibilities today, and. Mm-hmm. I mean that's how, that's how I feel. I do like the, going back to the whole um, moon landing theory part of it. Uh, look at like Elon Musk. Like Elon Musk is very much like on the forefront. Like I want to get to space. I want to do this. Like it seems to have the money to do it, you know. And um, and the technology. Technology is so much better now. Like the technology that's available to you today. Like I just bought a projector the other day, and like. That projector, if I would have had that projector in the 1950s, I would have been able to start my own movie theater. Like, it's <laughs> it's so good compared to the shit they had back then. Like, it's it's just technology Im- improves so quickly that that he has better technology now than they did in the 1960s. 60s. And so, in theory, he should be able to get people into space. 
And and one of the things like he hasn't really gotten people out of like orbit to the point where he, like to the moon, like people in general. Like yes, you can leave Earth's like atmosphere or whatever, like to the point where you're just floating, but you're not actually out of like out of those like the rotation of the Earth. rotation. Like you're still stuck here. You're just like not being affected by the gravity part of the Earth. And that's the one thing that, like, I think people kind of get confused by that. I, I would say, like, do more research, and I want to see – I'd like to be wrong on this one. I want to see a, him get us to the moon or anyone get actual humans to the moon. I'd like to see it because I think now it's harder to fake those types of things as opposed to, like, super blurry black and white images mm-hmm. that are super shaky. I feel like I could fake that shit now, like, with a camera. Just the thought of something I want to work on of me <laughs> faking things. But – um but side project yeah but it's just it's something like i do think you have to keep your mind open to these possibilities that maybe not everyone's telling you the truth and that goes both ways like oh I on totally the internet agree. and from the government or whatever like i was when i told you i was doing the research part of this whole thing they kept saying like make sure like th- i think there's a youtube video out there with like john cena where he's talking about conspiracy theories and he's like talking about how like you need to have credible sources to like, and I was like, that to me, he kept, they kept repeating this like credible sources because it was other celebrities were part of this as well. They all kept saying like, make sure it's from credible sources. And I was like, what does that mean? Is that CNN? Is that Fox News? Because even those credible sources have com- conflicting information. It's mm-hmm. so difficult that once you add that line of like credible sources, things that were on Facebook, this, this whole thing of like, of fact checking started popping up and then like a week later this thing that like the story came up i don't know if you saw that story of the troll dolls of like that i guess there's like a button between the troll dolls legs that makes like sexual noises oh really yeah so that that popped up and it was like it got flagged as like hey this is a uh, fake news like we're gonna flag it so just so you know this is a this isn't a true story mm-hmm. like four days later it gets pulled because it turns out it was a true story and now it's getting pulled from store shelves and all this stuff and they were like oh it's our bad we didn't mean to put a button there it was weird but i mean it was a true story i just just saying i would say this though like when it, when you talk about sources and i got into i get to and i know it's a fallacy of mine i get into these heated like facebook debates with people and um we were talking about the whole epstein thing or whatever right where they were saying like, oh, Joe Biden was on that. And how could anybody that, you know, was against Trump on uh, know, on his list? Yeah, he was on the, on the flight. And I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't exist anywhere. Like, here's the actual list that's been published, like the actual flight logs and like that, like, like photocopied, you know, out there. And I think I pulled it from like Snopes or something like that. And some guy chimed in. He was like, I trust a meme before I trust Snopes. And I'm just like, well, here's the thing about that. Like, yeah. Has Snopes gotten stuff wrong? Yes, and I will admit that. I'm not saying they're the be-all, end-all fucking, like, Quran or Bible of fucking fact-checking, right? But here's the thing, though. Like, when they get something wrong, they openly admit, like, hey, on a previous thing, like, we said this didn't exist, or this, was, this wasn't this was true, or this was true, and, hey, we're, it, you know, it's a, it's a living, breathing document, basically, where it's just like, hey, like, here are the flight logs. This is what was written down by every single one of them, pages one through like 90, 198 or whatever, how many uh, logs there were, right? And nowhere does like Joe Biden's name appear. This was started on, you know, a Facebook um, a group that, you know, originated like in the Czech Republic and they have ties to, you know, a certain group or whatever that, 
you know, spreads misinformation. Like if there, like it covers A, B, C, and D. It just doesn't go from A to Z and then fill in the blanks with like, oh, okay, Joe Biden's a pedophile. I don't know. In his personal life, Joe Biden might be a pedophile. He's done some yeah, weird yeah. shit, like or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just like, well, hey, I was arguing with this girl. I was like, hey. If that's cool, all if if you believe that Joe Biden's a fucking pedophile, and that's the reason why you don't want to vote for him, like, hey, vote for whoever you want. But just so you know, here are all these photos of Donald Trump hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, saying, I was I part of that? Uh, no, it was something separate. Oh, okay. And here's him <laughs> hanging out with just Lane Maxwell, and here's all these things of him like like wishing just Lane Maxwell like. Um, well, and then she's like, yeah, but that was back in the day when, um, Donald Trump didn't know about that. And I was like, how did he not know about that? Do you have any source that says that he didn't know about that? Well, he said in an interview, um, on Fox news that when he, uh, saw that, uh, he hung out with like little girls and whatnot, he kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago. And I'm like, okay, so he's just saying that. Is there anything that can back him up with that? And she's like, well, he said it, so it must be true. And I'm like, yeah, of course he's going to say that. And then, like, I pulled up, like, all these articles about, like, why Epstein and Trump actually, like, fell out with each other. It was over a it was over them competing over a real estate deal. Um, Epstein bought a fucking building that Trump wanted or something like that or vice versa. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this was after Epstein had already been accused by, like, multiple women um, that he was, you know, trafficking little girls or, you know, touching little girls or whatever, right? And she's just like, well, I don't trust that because that came from this website. And I'm like, well, what supports that? That website openly says, like, like here are our sources. Here's videos. Here's photos. Here's date stamps or whatever. You're just telling me because Donald Trump said that. You know, that's that must be true. Like, you're just following a narrative that you want to be true as opposed to, like, here are the facts. Facts are Bill Clinton, one of our yeah, yeah. former presidents, like, who we liked, you know, one of our, you know, he actually was hanging out with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, you know. What he did, like, hey, that could be a whole other episode onto itself. But you have to be able to, like, like accept the truth. Like, just because you think Donald Trump is out there, you know, because QAnon is saying that he's wrangling up all these pedophiles and he's going to, you know, hang them out in public, that that's not necessarily true. And then I pulled up this governmental stat straight from, you know, the government's fucking published from the White House itself, Donald Trump's own fucking white house that shows that convictions for pedophiles has gone down under the trump administration obama and hillary actually did more to capture pedophiles and you know mm -hmm. bring those numbers to light than trump has and then when i showed her that she said like well it's kind of hard to get anything done when the democrats are just trying to you know impeach you from office and i was like then you then you should be on bill clinton's side you know after we did the whole fucking um you know clinton body count thing yeah. because that's all they the republicans did but somehow some way like captures of pedophiles actually went up <laughs> under you know the Clinton yeah, administration yeah. so it's just like my whole overall thing is it's not to defend you know democrats versus republicans or fuck trump or anything like that it's just to say like hey make sure you're looking at fucking legit sources and by legit sources like sources that will fact check themselves and fact and cold hard evidence of like hey this is a primary source not a secondary or third source or are just saying like I'm not Mexican. Art saying he's not Mexican doesn't mean that he's not Mexican. Art obviously is a Mexican human being. I think that whenever you're doing research, you can't come into these things having uh, a bias, like whether it be political, your political alliance, whatever it, it, mm -hmm. it aligns with. If I want to find proof that Donald Trump is a good person, I can go to like very pro-Trumpish websites and find that information. Confirmation bias. Confirmation yeah. bias. Or if I want to find like, 
you know, as I've gotten older, I've kind of gone away from having any kind of like alliance towards any political party, just because I feel like there's two major political parties, and I think that both of them are pretty corrupt. I think yeah. that there's history saying that they're both very corrupt. They're, and I do think that the Republican Party is more corrupt, and I tend to lean pretty liberal, so much more liberal than like the Democrat Party. That's a little more Bernie Sanders, Green Party ish mm-hmm. liberal. Um, so. I mean, I guess I still tend to like take the liberal side of things, like the liberal agenda's answer on on like on stances. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I I would urge people to 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 like not do that, even though I tend to still be very liberal. It, but I mean, at the same time, a couple episodes ago, like you were all pro like Mitt Romney, who's very much oh, a yeah, very I'm conservative, very which is Mitt. just like like. I thought that was very noble of you. Like, would I fucking ever vote for Mitt Romney? No, but if it was between Mitt Romney and Donald Trump, yeah, I'm going to go for Mitt Romney. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like one of those things. Like, you can't dig, again, overarching, you can't dig your hail so much into the sand where it's just like you're voting against your own good interest or even like following a wormhole of a conspiracy theory that's going to do more harm than good. It's it's distracting you from the actual facts. You know, yeah. let's, let's circle back to Coney 2012. Where it's just like you're so concerned with these soldier kids in Africa or whatever, right? You're so concerned. You're spending all your energy, all you're staying up till two o'clock in the morning, you know, retweeting pictures and arguing with people on Facebook or whatever, that you're ignoring things in your own community. Our one of our good friends, Monica, she posted this the other day, and I love the fuck out of it. Where it's just like that's cool and all that everybody's all against like you know against pedophiles or whatever. But what are you doing about the ones that are in your own fucking um, neighborhoods and shit, or even in your own what? families and shit? Where is this whole new pedophile? That's a brand new thing. This is the taco of twenty twelve. This is the pizza of twenty twelve. This is the bacon. This is the bacon of twenty twelve. This is a brand new. Like this started like this month. Like this whole like pedophile thing. Um, Save the children. Yeah, which, like, which is noble. I get it. I I get it, and it is noble. I get it, but. Pedophiles didn't just start in 2012. It's been an ongoing thing. And, like, I find it really, really strange. This is a conversation, an episode on its own. Mm. I don't know where this is coming from. I agree with it. Yes, I agree with it 100%. I just find it strange. It almost feels like this is going to be, like, the part where everybody turns their profile picture into, like, an anti-pedophile thing. (laughs) And then it goes away in 2021 and everybody's, like, remember that one month in 2020 where that happened we all like mayonnaise now <laughs> you know like yes this is yeah. it's it's scary it's that's a really scary thing to me um i don't it's want suspicious things, i have i have I, skeptical hippo eyes i, about I, right I now. agree 100 percent with you i think that you have to be because it's not one person i see this all over the internet that just became oh, an it, internet thing and this is something that's been that i've i loosely looked into because like the whole tom hanks thing kind of bothered me or whatever right so this is something that's been happening for centuries, right? And uh, of pedophilia. Well, I mean, forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I know. I was just asking, like, what do you? I didn't know but, what you meant. You said Tom, Tom Hanks, but then he said it's been happening for a while. Tom Hanks has been happening. I know. For I was a while. like, wait, what do you mean? Have you seen Philadelphia? <laughs> He's good. a good actor, man. He's a great actor, Woody. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the these things, particularly, particularly happen for centuries where you know christians would accuse 
the Jews of eating children. Borat touched on it in his movie. Yeah, and yeah. Where it's just like, oh, they drink the blood of children. Um, one topic that we haven't covered, maybe it'll be a Halloween topic, Elizabeth Bathory, where, you know, she would, you know, bloodlet people above her in a bathtub because she believed it healed her. I believe she had... Um, uh, seizures or whatever and she would bloodlet people which goes into the whole adrenochrome thing from Pizzagate and whatnot. But a lot of these things have been around for centuries, like these theories or whatever. And they always come up during political times where you kind of like leap the worst of the worst onto your opponent, right? Because you're trying to change the general narrative of you know what your opponent's about or whatever. You're trying to demonize them, right? And this has been happening forever. And so the big attack, though, it's not about, like, if, if Save the Children was, like, to me, if it was from a legit place, it would be starting in your community. Like, hey, call out those fucking creeps in your family. Call out those creeps that are in your neighborhood. Call out, go on the Megan's Law website and find where these motherfuckers are out. There was, like, a my girlfriend was showing me this thing on TikTok where people would bait fucking pedophiles that like, oh, hey, I'm 13 years old. I'm by myself. Meet me at the park or whatever. And then like these cholos would like beat the shit out of these fools that were trying to meet up with yeah, like 13 yeah. year old girls. I'm all for that. Like that's, yeah, fuck yeah. You're doing the Lord's work on there. Get these pedophiles off the street. But the big thing is, is like, it's about getting pedophiles in Hollywood. You got these people in Iowa. I mean, Hollywood's like two hours away from us, but like they're more concerned with Tom Hanks than the people, Tom Hanks, in the people in their actual neighborhood, the people in their actual families, where it's just like, this isn't about taking care of, you know, you know, traffic children. This isn't about getting pedophiles off the street. This is about liberal fucking Hollywood. Who's against liberal Hollywood and the liberal media? Oh, fucking QAnon and all these motherfuckers. So it's, it's, it's 2.0 Pizzagate 2.0. And that whole topic that I was talking about earlier, that whole frazzle drip supposedly shows Hillary Clinton and like one of her campaign aides, Uma, whatever, um, doing an Elizabeth Bathory thing where they tie up a child, they blood letter, and they they saw off her face and extract adrenochrome from her <laughs> glands or whatever. And it's supposed to be this snuff video or whatever that was found on John Podesta's emails or um, Anthony Weiner's laptop or something like that. And it's just like, oh, this is all. Th- th- apparently, that's why all these cops are committing suicide because they found it on his webs or on his laptop and whatnot. And it's just like, oh, it's it's that hive mentality that you were talking about to drum up in a political gear to be like, oh, we we th- this is why uh, liberals aren't talking about you know pedophiles is because they're a part of all these secret rings or whatever. And it's like, oh, it's Pizzagate 2.0 again to push the agenda for Donald Trump, who is a big proponent of conspiracy theories. And that's why I think conspiracy theories are potentially dangerous because it creates these weird hive mentalities that gets you presidents like Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, one thing I will say is just to pr- bring everything back to that pedophile thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, just cause I find it really strange cause it seems to be like a lot of a lot of people I know, and it seems to be like the dumber people I know, like yeah, no, yeah. the gullible that, people, gullible people, and yeah, I'll just say dumb as well. I yeah. don't want to just say gullible, but there's some dumb people I know that are, and I don't think it's dumb to be against pedophiles. Like, yes, you you should. I, it doesn't make you Mother Teresa because you're anti-pedophile. It's just common sense. Like you just should be. Yeah. Um, but I will say that it's not just so much creating these like YouTube videos because I have seen those videos where like people like show up and they're like. 
making like like hey what the fuck are you trying to meet up with this kid or whatever yeah. like it has to be more than that that's just clickbaity type of things on youtube and it's like whatever but it, it, we need to actually make law enforcement take take the next step and actually do th- things that actually matter um we talked about like defunding the police in the sense that like it's not just defunding the police like taking money away from them but also putting programs and having the ability to have like um a way to like find children that are actually have been taken and are now like being sex trafficked. We looked at like Union Avenue here in Bakersfield. Like you see like women like prostituting themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like such a common thing. There's no way that I know about this and the police doesn't know about this. It's it's we need to like really like like urge our public officials. Um who's that guy that like is Trump's right hand man from Bakersfield? Oh Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, yeah. Sorry, I always blink out on him. I hate that guy. But Kevin McCarthy just recently had this like wonderful quote where he says that Kamala Harris wants to turn all of the United States into San, San Francisco. Francisco. And in Kevin McCarthy's hometown, we have a street, a very large street here where that's like prostitutes all over. It's very well known for sex trafficking because it's full of hotels there. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that I know about this means that law enforcement knows about this. And the fact that law enforcement doesn't do much of anything to to take care of these things is the part that I why think why has that been a problem for decades yeah. yeah and and I think that now that people are getting woke and I'm going to use woke very loosely because I think it's more of like that whole like 2012 style of woke mm-hmm. um, I think that that's the thing that we need to urge uh, protesting and marching down streets and posting these things is great but I think once we start taking action and making our public officials like hey you have to take action on these things like that's the part where like real change will happen yeah I agree yeah. That's what I'm saying. All yeah. those people that post like really dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> that's and directed. I have one person in mind specifically that posts really dumb shit. I know ain't doing shit. Yeah. No, I, I, I know exactly. And I mentioned Brandy earlier and it's like. Yeah. Mm. Not that one, but she posts really dumb shit too. No. Yeah. No. I think <laughs> I know who you're talking about. They potentially might listen to this episode, so I'm yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm not going to say it either. But I, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, Art, do you have anything else you want to add to this topic? Um. Not to this topic. I want to give some shout outs. Cheyenne's birthday from the the popular podcast. We're not sure yet. Friends of the show. Yes. It was her birthday a couple of days ago. So I just want to give a shout out to her. Also, another small shout out to, I don't know if you know who Frank Nitt is. Frank Nitt's like this like hip hop legend, producer, rapper, MC. Um, he recently posted a picture of his Adidas top tens mm. and like, I messaged him. We we're just geeking out over Adidas top tens. I was like, dude, I want to get him on the podcast to just talk about our, like top 10 favorite MCs. So he has not confirmed whether he's wanting to come on or not, but he's like a guy <laughs> I would love to have on here. That'd be a sweet topic to revisit yeah. again. Yeah, so, yeah. um, with that said, everybody make sure you check out speaking, speaking of, uh, we're not sure yet. Make sure you're checking out the pod belly network guys. If you like our podcast, you'll probably love some other podcasts on the pod belly network, such as our sisters from the, we're not sure yet podcast, uh, the world famous sofa King podcast, robots versus robots. That's There's, me actually. I think yeah. it's robot eyes. Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 Robot. <laughs> but, but, but if you want to find me on robots versus robots, online. yeah, you're right. You right. It's been a long episode. <laughs> Anyways, uh, check out Podbelly and all they have to offer. And if you want to start your own podcast, they actually have tools and articles that will help you uh, get off the ground. Because, guys, it's taken us 171 episodes to get to this level where you can start episode one already on our level if you uh, follow the instructions on Podbelly. But make sure you follow us everywhere on social media at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are Art and Jacob Do A1. Sorry, yo, Yucateco. Like, we are not, we're, we didn't choose that, you know, purposely. 
but make sure you do check out our sponsors as well, which is Caveman Coffee. You guys, go to cavemancoffeeco.com and enter promo code America for 15% off, as well as going to lucateco.com, buying some cool swag there, or just going to the grocery store and getting yourself some lucateco. And guys, if you post yourself um, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or the fucking dark web, you know, tag us, tag them, and you know, hey, you'll enter yourself in for a chance to win. Some uh, El Yucateco swag. I got a bunch of bottles I've been buying um, to help spread the good word of El Yucateco. So if you guys need some El Yucateco and you can't find it anywhere where you live at, I know I do realize some of you people live in these fucking grocery deserts where you can't get food just like we can. You know, we just walk down the street and people throw a head of lettuce at us. Yeah. Um, all those goddamn pedophiles throwing heads of lettuce at us. Um, I'll send you a fucking bottle of El Yucateco. I have every flavor there. Every time I go to the grocery store, I pick up two or three bottles and I've been giving them out. So let me know. I'll send it to you. Uh, check out our Patreon. You know, support us there. Every week we've been putting up, you know, uh, episodes there where me and Art just talk about some, you know, do just some free form shit. We just shit. did an episode today. Yeah, it was fun as fuck. I love the fucking format of those episodes where it's just it's a hang it's like it's just two buddies hanging you can join in on the topics and hang with us as well um you know just go there just contribute one dollar contribute five dollars contribute twenty dollars contribute thirty dollars if you're nicole smith bosch uh, by the way make sure you check out sucrapparel.com they got they gave us this cool ass mug here and some shirts and all that stuff that is uh the brainchild of uh, nicole smith bosch support her because she's a great artist super active on like every pod belly's like page or whatever is like mm. so cool if there's one person that's gonna go to heaven for doing the lord's work it's probably gonna be nicole smith yeah super super active um i was gonna say something about it but i blanked out sorry yeah oh buy our merch she did design one of our like logos that metallica logo mm, yes i wouldn't recommend getting that in a hoodie <laughs> but i do love that logo maybe put that on like a tote bag or something but yeah that's one of our logos and like it looks cool um but yeah go was it t public tpublic.com you yeah. can buy yourself some stickers you can buy yourself a coffee mug you can buy yourself a fucking man bag if you want yeah. there they even got masks i've been fucking up i've been meaning to buy some masks but yeah, yeah i have a fucking six month old child guys i gotta i gotta put my resources into him so uh with that said art um that's it go to the website it has links to everything we talked about today elika teco caveman coffee the t public site everything every episode every instagram everything's on there so that'd be cool if you checked out our website rnjacobdoamerica.com yes so with that said everybody have a beautiful 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 night good night